and it is time for business with our editor, Charles Beckford. Kia ora. Some retail banks are trimming mortgage rates. Kira to you, Charlotte. Yes, uh, in the wake of last week's Reserve Bank statement and some market hopes that rate cuts are coming, we've seen a couple of the big uh, retail banks uh, move today. ASB's cut some fixed rate mortgages for the second time in the week, with the one and two year rates cut between four and ten basis points. ANZ also cut rates today, playing catch up to meet the market leading levels. Wholesale interest rates fell last week after the Reserve Bank held its cash rate steady. And that was interpreted as cutting any chance of a rate rise. Well, John Bolton, founder of the mortgage broker Squirrel, says banks are competing hard for business as markets expect the RBNZ to cut rates in the second half of the year. With wholesale rates sort of dropping back again, you know, they spiked up before the OCR when we had that stronger than expected employment data. Obviously, those wholesale rates have come right back down to where they were before. Um, and that is driving more competition with, between the banks. You know that has resulted in a small reduction in mortgage rates. And to be honest, you know the rates that we're getting are below the rates that are advertised. It's, it's definitely more competitive out there. And you know homeowners should definitely be shopping around for the best deal. Well, John Bolton says demand for housing is slowly recovering, and the Reserve Bank's decision to hold the OCR last week will help with that. Well, the just-ended company earnings season was amongst the worst in recent years and leaving some companies vulnerable to takeover. That's the view of Milford Asset Management Portfolio Manager Sam Trathui. He says expectations were low ahead of the flurry of reports, with the outlook for the rest of the year not much better. He says the recent reports knocked share prices, and that's leaving some companies trading at a significant discount. There are certainly companies out there on the NZX at the moment that are trading at discounted values because of their current economic conditions and their sales are subdued, their earnings are subdued on the back of that, which does make them interesting for uh, private equity players and, and potential companies that are willing to look to grow via a merger or acquisition and uh, can take a much more medium-term view on, that co- on the company's earnings and outlook rather than a very short-term view, which is at times what the share market can do. Well, Sam Trithiri says the Reserve Bank's view on interest rates has improved the outlook for some companies, which are most exposed to the domestic market. However, near-term conditions are unlikely to change much. And there'll be another little crop of uh, reports in a couple of weeks' time. They'll be from the retail sector. And judging by the advance warnings that we've seen in recent weeks, the numbers generally will be weak, and that will reflect the squeeze on household budgets. Well, the country's trading positions remained firmly in the red in the final three months of last year. The terms of trade, which measures how much imports can be bought with a set amount of export earnings, fell nearly 8% on the previous quarter and were down close to 11% on a year ago. And that came about as import prices increased and export prices fell, even though we actually sold a little bit more uh, during the quarter. On an annual basis, export prices plunged more than 12% compared to a 2% fall for imports. The one bright spot for uh, services, uh, sorry, one bright spot for exports was the services sector. That was up 22% during the year, reflecting the rebound in tourism after COVID restrictions were ended. And staying with trade, the latest meeting of the World Trade Organization seems to have achieved little. That's in the view of one specialist 
in this sector. Stephen Jacoby of the International Business Forum says the summit of 166 nations didn't get to grips with the big issues, and what it did achieve was meagre at best. In his view, one of the key failures was that to repair the dispute system, which has been stymied for some time by essentially the US blocking the appointment of judges. Despite a lot of um, uh, discussion, no outcome was reached. They're going to try and get an outcome by the end of the year. But, you know, frankly, if they couldn't get it when all the ministers were gathered, it's hard to see how they'll be able to do that. Uh, that was a big one. Another one, of course, for New Zealand is agriculture subsidies, particularly domestic subsidies that still impact on um, the prices we receive for our products around the world. Uh, that's a very vexed issue. And all they've been able to do is agree to continue to talk, hopefully with reaching a resolution in two years time. Not very good news for our farmers, I'm afraid. Stephen Jacoby says one of the few successes from the summit was the extension of the moratorium on customs duties on electronic transmissions, such as streaming and e-commerce. Time to catch up, see how the markets are performing at the start of the week. Joined by Brad Gordon of Hobson Wealth. Kira, to you, Brad. Good afternoon, Giles. Uh, What's it looking like on the local market? Well, we haven't followed that fairly strong US lead with index 50 growth index currently down 32 points at 11,712. Not a lot of news post-reporting season. We go into a little bit of a lull now as everyone digests um, the recent updates. Uh, so just, just uh, sort of drifting somewhat. Um, Auckland Airport is down four cents at $8.09. Contact Energy um, up one cent at $8.12. A2 Milk down four cents at $6.08. Picture Building down seven cents at $4.12. Fisher and Paykel Healthcare down 19 cents at 24.53. Heartland Group up two cents at $1.23. Mercury down one cent at $6.86. Meridian down four cents at $5.86. Main Freight up 29 cents at $68.29. Ryman up seven cents at $4.60. And Spark down one cent at $5.03. So, yeah, pretty, bit of a mixed board. Okay, uh, Australia open 20 odd minutes. How are they looking? Yeah, a little bit more positive over there. The S&P ASX 200 is currently up two points at 7,747. Uh, but with the majors, BHP is down 31 cents at 44.61. Commonwealth Bank up 41 cents at 117.78. And West Farm is up one cent at 66.40. That's a bit of a cross-section there. What's it looking like for the currency? New Zealand dollar is buying 93.54 Australian cents, 61.04 US cents against the Japanese yen at 91.67. Against the Great Britain pound sterling at 0.482 and against the euro at 0.5631. The New Zealand trade weighted index at 71.5. Which leaves us just interest rates, oil and gold. The three-month bank bill rate at 5.68%. 10-year government bond at 4.78%, Brent crude at 83.51 US dollars, and spot gold at 2,083 US dollars. Thank you very much. That's Brad Gordon from Hobson Wealth. A couple of other items this lunch hour. Fletcher Buildings Chair Bruce Hassel has resigned from the company's board earlier than planned. Last month, Mr Hassel said he'd step down at the shareholders' meeting in October, but he's told the uh, NZX this morning... He's ready to to go right now to speed up the appointment of a new chair who can then lead the appointment of a new chief executive, remembering that the CEO, Ross Taylor, is serving out a six-month notice period. Both of them uh, resigned uh, in the wake of Fletcher Building's large first-half loss. 
the first New Zealand trial to use hydrogen in the aviation sector underway in Wellington. It will see uh, Air New Zealand, uh, Haringa Energy and Toyota New Zealand trialling the use of hydrogen to charge the electric tugs. They're the things, the little slow squat things that push the plane out from the uh, air bridge and the other service vehicles over the next couple of weeks at Wellington Airport. And uh, drug maker AFT Pharmaceuticals has reached an agreement, a long-term deal with a US-based micro, uh, manufacturer, Microsize, to buy critical ingredients for its maxi-gesic pain relief medicine. AFT says it's also set up new manufacturing agreements with companies in Canada and Europe to make products that will be launched in China later in the year. Well, that's business for now. We'll update all the news and numbers for you around half past five in Checkpoint, uh, but... Back to you, Charlotte Cura.